Good morning. Uh, welcome to the second edition of Glue Talk. Uh, we're here with Gareth Meyer. Um, great to see you, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Richard. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. The uh, the rain has come down today, unfortunately. I think it's I getting know. ready for the England-Scotland game, mate. <laughs> it is, it is. No, no, no different to Scotland with a bit of rain, right? No, indeed, indeed. So thank you very much for uh, joining us. And um, it'd be great to hear, you know, all about uh, your exciting times at Ultima and what you're doing. And I know you've got some cloud propositions as well that you're, you're yep. releasing, which sound really, really compelling. Um, but, you know, how, how have Ultima really, you know, adapted and expanded in this time of COVID? Yeah, it's a, it's been an interesting journey, I suppose, is the way to to explain it, the best way to explain it. I mean, uh, you know, we, we've really prospered, to be honest with you, Richard. Uh, you know, our workspace propositions we had in the marketplace have allowed us to support those customers uh, through the rapid transformation they've faced. Um, it's allowed us to support their end users in, in a real value add point of view, almost become part of their, their own IT teams um, because we have a quite, a quite a large consultancy practice that focus on workspace proposition. Um, and it's allowed us to immobilize their, their workforce. So actually, if anything, if I look at, uh, at what the pandemic has brought us uh, over the last sort of 16 months uh, as real digital transformation and outcome-based uh, propositions to our customers. That, that's really interesting, right? So you're, you, you as an organization shifting to much more of an outcome-based strategy as opposed to, you know, going and selling products. Would you, would you agree with that? A absolutely. I mean, Ultima are in a lucky place. Uh, I mean, we've made a radical investment. Uh, you know, we're not a traditional reseller any shape or form we've got a, a significant consultancy arm uh, that forms a huge part of our professional service offering uh, we're again a, a msp um, so i would classify us as a modern msp in today's times as well uh, focusing on cloud uh, specifically um, but obviously we have our infrastructure business units as well so you yeah. know if anything um, i think um, our proposition was in the right place at the right time um, I, I know it sounds uh, quite difficult to understand in that perspective. I mean, it's, uh, it's not nice that any of us have gone through. We as an organization have rapid change going on at the moment. And I think the difference there is outcome-based. It's a continuous change, right? Yeah. You, you can't be stagnant. Uh, right. You can't sit still for one minute. It's the fastest I've ever seen our industry moving. Uh, and it's yeah. an ever, you know, I classify as almost an evergreen, continuous yeah. evergreen. Yeah, and I, and I think I think that's really important, right? So certainly from from our perspective, we've seen customers changing to now, you know, they've got to align back to their business outcomes, and they're not so much interested anymore around the technology because the vendors have got those kind of relationships, or or yes. um, you know, Google is now out there, and and yes. you have these CIOs going on and googling, you know, what is the best cloud proposition? So, um, what have you guys seen that with your customers? So they're coming to you much more about what they're trying, you know, what their objective is and how then you align cloud propositions or security or whatever. Yeah, um, I, so. I absolutely agree. And we are seeing that, uh, Richard. <clears throat> Customers are becoming very aware of what's available in the marketplace, not necessarily understanding uh, how to get there. I think that yeah. journey. Um, so, you know, if I look at our, our business propositions and where we've seen accelerated growth, it's specifically in our assessment stages. So we're heavily involved right from the get-go. Uh, we're getting a clear understanding of the, the customer's business itself, 
how it functions, how it runs, uh, challenges as well. They're very open to, to sharing weak points, which is absolutely fantastic. In the past, every organization, you know, uh, you know, everyone loves the organization they work for. They're proud of what they've deployed over years to come. Um, but I think it's the change of pace has really accelerated that journey. It's become very open. They want to work in a partnership. It's not about just selling the product anymore. It's absolutely changed from, from 10 years ago where product was king. Uh, yeah. It is about mixed vendor technology as well. No yeah. vendor can do it all. Uh, yeah. And I think we're in a great place where we've got our strategic alliances uh, very, very nailed on. Uh, you know, we work with the best of breed, uh, but it's also made our vendor alliance team change and look at things quite differently because your traditional vendors don't necessarily do everything. So we are, you know, we've created a technical review board internally. We've dealt with you guys on, on a couple of our projects as well. Some vendors we've, we haven't necessarily worked with in the past, which has really allowed us to add that those additional benefits of the technology out there today. Uh, and that, that brings me on to actually another point, right? So have you seen uh, from a vendor perspective, which, you know, traditionally they would obviously go with, uh, you know, the, the bars and go to you guys and rely on you guys to the customers. Obviously that's shifted and they've now got these customer relationships. But do you, do you see that relationship changing as well? Are they still focused around products or are they really trying to, you know, are they suddenly realizing that, you know, the likes of Ultima are, uh, are having to change. And so they're yes. going to have to change as well uh, to, to be much more aligned to the customer uh, in the future. It's very clear what the vendors are doing in the marketplace today. If I look at, you know, the top five of our eight strategic vendors, uh, a lot of them are moving to cloud-based technologies. Re yeah. Reoccurring revenue is absolutely critical for these vendors today. Uh, it's not about the big bang anymore. Uh, you know, those no. big perpetual purchases, which is an impact on all of us because we're shifting our revenues yep. into years. Uh, but it, it creates a real relationship with the customer. It doesn't necessarily tie them in. And I suppose this is where us and the vendors are having to think very differently uh, around customer success. So, yep. uh, you know, they, that yep. absolute key part, I think, of, of any customer's journey as they move into SaaS models uh, and subscription models, those customers can turn you off a lot easier today yep. versus a big perpetual spend because they are spreading that workload, that cost as well. Um, and I think it's about getting the, the journey right for the customer and really enabling them to take advantage of the technologies out there. Um, but as a, as a reseller, I think it's becoming quite difficult and, you know, I've always spoken openly on that fact. I mean, the relationship is clearly becoming stronger with the vendor and the customer as they start to consume their technologies. And it's all about that value wrap, the service yeah. you can wrap around it. If you, you know, if you have a managed services business, you're in a really good place today because you are alleviating the customer's uh, sort of risks in the organization, yeah. putting best of breed technology experts in place and really supporting that customer at a long-term basis, not short, not, it's no longer about short-term outcomes anymore. It's about that long-term journey. Yeah, and you, you, you mentioned around CX. So I, obviously I know you've invested heavily in your CX yes. uh, proposition and obviously you've talked around leading with business outcomes, but that renewals aspect as well um, and that whole end-to-end -end journey. So making sure that you are aligned because where, where I'm seeing, Gareth, is obviously, you know, CIOs or people within the industry are moving and they're moving at quite a rapid pace now. So, you know, as jobs are coming up and they're, they're jumping ship, 
Um, and where where I've seen customers then go in, you know, uh, CIOs go in and say, right, okay, well, why did we, you know, spend two million pounds on renewing yeah. doing this Azure or AWS or uh, proposition? Uh, we can go and do it cheaper if we go and build on prem because they don't understand actually what they were trying to achieve. And and I think you know what you guys are, are doing, leading with that business outcome and. Um, then having that aspect of following up with CX, that's really that whole end-to-end journey, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we're seeing CX being adopted by customers uh, um, rapidly. Um, you know, a lot of our vendors are supporting that that CX framework. You guys definitely helped us. You know, I've got to give a shout out to Glue on that front. You know, if it wasn't for yourselves, uh, we, we did a number of projects right from the start and all the outcomes were extremely successful, not just for us, but for the customer at the end of the day, really adopting and utilizing all the available tool sets within the suite of products. And I think mm-hmm. that's absolutely key. You know, time time is a challenge for us all. Uh, yeah. You know, you've got small IT departments working with very remote employees at this point in time. I can yeah. see that specifically. I mean, my warehouse is up 400% versus last year. And that's just because we're, we're you know, deploying a- equipment out to, to end user locations and then having to send engineering services to make sure that that equipment set up correctly. Um, but it's absolutely about uh, the adoption, the framework you put in place. And when you talk about renewals, I've actually kept the two business units separate mm-hmm. because I do see a traditional renewals business as well as that journey. And, you know, they've got two different processes in place to manage. Um, yep. And, you know, I almost see our CX team as the auditors, right? What's truly going on with that customer? What's happening internally in their business? And are they getting the true value? Whereas a renewals function had two years ago, had specific KPIs around, you need to renew on a date. That doesn't yeah. come into place when you're talking about CX. No, no, no. And that's that's fair enough, right? So that, that's really good. That's really good information back to, to everybody as well. And some really good advice um, there. So, so what are you guys doing to, you know, uh, obviously, with all everything moving and, and lots of people now leading with these kind of journeys or going through these transformations, how are you differentiating yourself in the market um, as, yep. a, as a value-added reseller? Well, uh, I'll, I'll look at our managed services business. Um, you know, it was skill set and people became a challenge for us some time ago. You know, as customers started to migrate to the cloud um, and start that journey, uh, we found it very, very difficult to recruit. Uh, there was a definite shortage in the market around good talent uh, yeah. to allow us to support our customers. So obviously, Ultima has quite a significant automation background. Uh, you know, we were one of the first solution companies that jumped on the back of the RPA proposition. We built our own uh, RPA proposition out uh, to support workspace security wrap. Because uh, that's always a com- com- you know concern for any CXO out in the market yep. today is who's got <laughs> access to our infrastructure at any time, regardless of where it's a massive is. issue. <laughs> so you know we we developed something called IA Connect, um, but what we did is we tried to automate as much as we possibly could in that journey to the cloud. Um, so we built out a number of tool sets. Um, you know, Autonomous Migrate helps you go from on-prem into a cloud in a secure manner using best practice as well. Absolutely key there. Um, and then we, we, we completed our journey, I suppose, with something called IA Cloud. Now, when I say completed, it never never ends, right? It's a SaaS-based platform. It's allowed us to, to really sort of accelerate our cloud journey with our customers and support them. You know, So take a lot of the functions you'd have to do hands-on 
and automate them, giving the consultants the time back to actually do what they're there to do. And that's sit with the customer, understand their estates, uh, you know, talk about the new upcoming product sets, talk about the, the transformation they can make internally, you know, supporting their end users. And that was key. So we did build the, the iCloud proposition out. Um, that is going to channel now. So we do see it okay. as a massive benefit. It significantly increased our ability to support the customer. Um, it's, it's decreased our headcount requirement in doing so as well, which has allowed us to continue investing in our DevOps team, which I think is absolutely incremental today. And it's really transformed our um, managed service proposition into a truly modern managed service proposition. And I think that's the key difference there. You know, customers aren't aware of what's happening in the background. They just know it's happening, right, through, yeah. through automation. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, well, okay, a couple of things there, right? So, I mean, it sounds like you're moving much more towards us being a software business, a service business as well, that then can go and support all of those other channel providers. So, I mean, that's that's a complete shift and that's immense. Um, but having done cloud uh, migrations as well, Gareth, uh, you know, they are um, some of the most painful memories that I yep. possibly got, right? So, <laughs> I have um, to agree, Richard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, the amount of times having to sit there sweating as we're moving servers from on-premise into cloud um, and, and hoping they're going to work and hope, doing all the testing and everything. So, I mean, if you've cracked that nut, um, that's certainly something that, you know, I think everybody can really benefit from um, and that automation key uh, going all the way through. So yeah. uh, how... Have you, um, you know, have you started to see an acceleration around the uptake around that as well? Then we, we actually guys? have, yeah. So one of our first, uh, for our test pilot was to migrate our traditional Azure uh, managed service customers onto the platform, um, which we did so, and we got absolutely glowing responses back from the customer. Automated documentation. Um, where, you know, take your engineering team a day to do and the following day it's different, right? So complete yeah. waste of waste of a day. So we've automated that process, you know, automated patching. Patching is the worst thing for anyone in the world to do today, right? It's uh, <laughs> So this, this automates that process completely end to end as well, but gives you the option. Obviously we, you know, it's all about giving the customer the option if they want to do things, you know, but it will alert the security wrap, right? It'll automatically pick up any security risks you have in the environment but again it goes back to that assessment Richard because no one cloud migration is the same you know you no. customers sitting on traditional Azure platforms uh, those are the worst to migrate into the new modern platform and um, you know and then you've got those on-prems where those legacy apps are just you, you can't migrate them on parade you know there are certain yeah. things out there but that's the start of the journey if you can get as much as you can up into the cloud you can focus on what you can't at that point in time um, it is hybrid you know, we are seeing a, a trend. Hybrid is definitely the way customers are going. Um, you know, we've had some customers that have moved to the cloud and now looking at bringing certain applications back as well. You know, yeah. so it's no, no, no one fits as right for any organization, but it's it's having the the ability to flex your own organization to support them and ultimately in a great place, we have the ability to do all. And, and that and that sounds really exciting, uh, right? So not only traditionally serving your customers, but you're now branching out into into that channel space as well, and software building as well. So really yeah. exciting and innovational uh, time time for you guys, um, uh, and that's great. Where do you um one of the, one of the questions I I always get asked is you know where where do you see um, the role 
of the the partner in the future so we're not talking about you know the next one or two years but the next five years obviously you know you guys have taken that huge leap of shifting from supplier to partner um, and being strategic how do you see your role now shifting with the customer do you it's an advisory role I see it at this point in time, we're, we're truly an advisory. I mean, for, for many years, we talked about the reseller being that strategic partner to, yeah. to the customer. And, and let's be honest, the, we're, we're more resell than anything else. Majority of the channel was resell focused on, on, on just supplying infrastructure and software. It, you, you can't do that in today's times. You know, that customer has the ability to buy anything online. You know, you're right on your, your your assessment of Google. You know, customers will Google things as, as you're going through. It's about being open and honest about your true capabilities. I think partnering is absolutely becoming key. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've got 300 plus technical heads in our business. And we can't do it all. Uh, if I look at my workspace teams, they're 98% utilized at any given time. You know, so we do have great partnerships out there as well. But it's about really driving business outcome change with the customer and being honest about what you can do and bringing the partner in where you can't. And I think uh, long-term customers will be transacting directly with vendors more mm-hmm. and then us deploying, implementing so services, managed services, I think the true future of our, our entire industry. And that, that's really interesting you say that because I mean, the uh, there are some vendors that I'm hearing things that they are going to start doing that, right? So they're building their own marketplaces to go to customers. Um, And then that's not necessarily uh, cutting out uh, the partners. It's more about they want that direct relationship, but then you guys then are offering the advisory overview, the professional services, the managed services, all of that side of things, um, which, you know, ultimately getting away from, I'm going to go and show you a bit of tin, or, yep. or a bit of software to now we're going to provide you a service um, that that true that true experience if you like. Yeah, um, I mean you, you can even see it, Richard, in our distribution layers. Right, distribution have been great for the last thirty years, just pushing product out into the market, supporting the reseller. But if you look at what Tech Data is doing with their marketplace today, you know they've got a massive investment in their new up and coming Ion platform. Um, you know, uh, that that is a big bet in there, but it allows the partner to deliver its services via it. So mm-hmm. it, it allows you to to really stand out from the crowd, I think. And uh, if you're looking at distribution doing so, they, they can see that shift coming as well. You know, they have to say very, very unique. Um, and, you know, Tech Data has got a great proposition in that front that, you know, we're really on board. We've had the, the privilege of seeing a lot of the platform before it's been released, et cetera. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to push a lot of our own services and value add wrap through the marketplace. I don't necessarily think marketplace is be all end all. And we've seen it, you know, a lot of our propositions yeah. on the Microsoft marketplace as well. Um, I still think there's a there's a sense of trust that customers are still going to have to build. It's not a case of just buying anything yeah. with a credit card on a on a, a website because that again it comes to that assessment phase. I think you really yeah. need to understand what the customer is doing. Yeah, and uh, and you're you're absolutely spot on. You know, when when I was in post, you didn't um, you didn't buy because it was the cheapest you bought because of the fact that you know I knew you I could phone you up at three o'clock in the morning when there's an issue, or I knew you were going to make me successful in front of the board because ultimately that's what customers want, right? Is yeah. they want to work with people who are going to make them successful, make them look good back to the board, and do their job um, in a, in the most efficient way. 
So um, brilliant. Well, it sounds like a really exciting time for it you is, guys. Absolutely. Um, and um, I, I want to say, what advice would you give to, you know, the up and coming, all of the other MSPs that are out there at the minute? I, I think automation plays a huge pivotal role in the future success of any, any organization today. Um, and it's not about losing headcount. It's all about giving them the time to upskill. I mean, if you, you look at our business, we're continuously upskilling our staff. Um, uh, whether that be technically, you know, leadership focus, you know, we, we have a huge development process in place. We've digitized, we've, we've modernized our own business, you know, new LMS tools internally, new, new platforms, new ITSM platforms. It's about investing in continuous investment. Otherwise, you're going to be left behind, the, you know, your, your competitors in the market today. Yeah, and sat there, sat there right at the very beginning, right, with the, being a supplier and just shifting the thing and you're going to get eaten up. Absolutely. Um, when they when they start to move so gareth i want to say thank you very much uh for for your time and uh, no some really insightful stuff and it sounds so exciting what you guys are doing um and I, I look forward to seeing the um the cloud proposition right out there in the market yeah we need to get that demo sorted don't we rich yeah we do we do excellent thank you very much cheers no, absolute pleasure thanks for having me today richard cheers thank you cheers